0: Terms and conditions apply. This is the Lombardi line with former NFL executive Michael Lombardi.
2: Now, here is your host, Stormy Bonatoni, on VSIN, the sports betting network.
1: Guys, if you haven't signed up at vsin.com for this NFL betting guide yet, you are missing out. slash subscribe. This guide has in depth profiles of every team, including advanced stats, proven betting systems, and proprietary betting trends for the NFL, plus best bets on season win totals, futures, and props. All you have to do, $19, vcin.com slash subscribe. That's how you get our newly released betting guide and everything we do. Or you can take on the summer kickoff special for $175. That's got you covered with all of vcin's content from now through the Super Bowl coming up in February. Get all of the best NFL information today. We are back here on the Lombardi line alongside the one and only Michael Lombardi. I'm Stormy Bonantoni. We welcome into the show like we do every week around this time. Thomas Gable, director of the race and book at the Borgata out there in Atlantic City. And Fowler came through yesterday winning the Rocket Mortgage Classic TG. So, <laughs> uh, so the books did pretty decent, at least I understand, with him being a favorite and not a lot of people betting the lowest shot on the board. Yeah,
3: I mean, we we were certainly fine with uh, with Fowler winning there, and uh, good for Ricky. It's it's nice to see him uh, break through again after a few years there and uh, the times that uh, tough times he's gone through uh, with his game. So uh, we knew we knew that his game was on an upswing. Uh, we saw what he did uh, in the U.S. Open, and um, you know, it's I'm happy to see it for him. Uh, I'm I'm happy to see because uh, overall, he just seems to be a, a good. A good guy overall, and you you like to see when good guys win once in a while.
2: TG, I know we're less than two weeks away from the open at Royal Liverpool, right there on the coast uh, outside of uh, the Beatles' hometown. So, uh, what do you think about this course? And obviously, the guys, you know, Rory and Rom and those good Dustin Johnson are going to be the favorites in this, Brooke Kepka. But, I mean, what will it take to win this, understanding that you can't predict the weather? But what will this course be like compared to the other link courses?
3: Well, I mean, you, Michael, you hit the nail on the head there. With You can't predict the weather. And that is always the, the, the biggest thing for the British Open is, is always the elements there, whether it's wind, whether it's rain, uh, whether well you may uh, actually get a break and get some decent weather there. And I think when there is decent weather, I think that does tend to help out the Americans. Uh, and their games the the lynx courses tend not to play as long obviously just because uh, most of them can't really make the adjustments that uh, american courses do where they lengthen holes now some of them obviously have over the years but um, a lot of this is going to come down to the weather and and wind is the most important thing looking at guys who uh, who play well in the wind maybe guys who have always played in the wind you, you look at uh, guys who came up through Texas um, or especially the European uh, tour guys. So that's the way that I w- always uh, would handicap the British open recent form. Obviously you have uh, people who like Ricky Fowler, like Scotty Scheffler, who are in great form uh, right now, who you can't ignore. And uh, as long as, you know, it's not a monsoon out there for four days, those guys should be able to score um, so, uh, it's, but you can't make too many predictions this far out. Uh, you have to get much closer to the event, uh, because the weather is going to dictate a lot when it comes to that event, more so than, than any other major, really. Uh, the weather is what factors into that handicap. T-
2: and, and TG, the wind too, when you go back and look at Tiger in 06, when he won there, uh, you know, when you read about that, the wind didn't blow, which was kind of surprising. Like, they call it the, the you know, the the mighty winds of Liverpool. I mean, they didn't blow. So, I, again, it's so hard to predict because if the wind's not going to be on the course, all of a sudden it's going to be easier to play.
3: That's the, yeah, I mean, and that's the defense for all all of those typical British Open uh, rotation courses is the elements and the wind. that's what... You know, guys can score if it's nice weather out there, um, but when it's wind and if it, it's raining and, and it's tough just to get around, uh, that's really what makes those courses play difficult. So, um, you know, Tiger that year, it, it, it does happen. You do get uh, British Opens that you have decent weather for, it's, uh, but it's not obviously the most common thing in the world. Uh, certainly the players would, uh, hope for four days of great weather, but, uh, usually that's not in the cards.
1: Certainly a star-studded field. Going to be a fun event coming up later this month, beginning on July 20th, here with Thomas Gable, director of the Race and Sportsbook at the Borgata, joining the Lombardi line on a Monday. And we've been kind of going through, TG, every few shows, some bookmaker breakdowns with you as it pertains to NFL divisions going into the 2023 season. The NFC South, I think, is one of the, the more intriguing divisions this year because you have a Tampa Bay Buccaneers team that most believe is going to go from worst to first without their quarterback and a lot of aging veterans on that squad, and then a lot of parity, I think, with the upper echelon, three teams with the Saints, Falcons, and Panthers. Um, anybody really seems could win that division. So what's your view on the division, and how are people betting it to this point?
3: Well, I think when you when you look at these uh, teams, when you start handicapping divisions and maybe the potential winner, you have to start the quarterback position and work your way out. And when you look at this division, um, you know, the Saints have the, the most proven quarterback in that division in Derek Carr. Um, now, you know, they, they are the favorites. Uh, they, they have a great defense. Uh, they, they had a great defense last year. Um, I, I would like to see them uh, potentially create more turnovers there on defense. They didn't do uh, a lot of that last year. They only created 14 last season, which is uh, underachieving, I think, for the, um, the, the talent that they do have on that um, side of the ball. But there are question marks around uh, the Saints for sure, starting with, with Alvin Kamara and you know, how much time is he going to miss um, and, and really how is Carr going to transition into that offense. Uh, but when you look at the, the other quarterbacks in that division, obviously you have Bryce Young there. Um, At Carolina um, Desmond Ritter in Atlanta and then you have Baker Mayfield with Tampa now so I think when you're looking at the prices here Carolina right now get them anywhere plus 350 to 380 somewhere in that range Uh, you know I know you and Michael like Carolina in this division I think at that number that's a pretty good play uh, because you know I have a lot of questions around the Falcons and, and Ritter and what he's going to, to show us. Um, uh, the saints I, I do think are the rightful favorite in that division, but if there is one team, I think who could step up, it is probably the Panthers. They have miles Sanders at running back coming over from the Eagles. Uh, I, I think as long as young can stay healthy and he can, uh, gel with the wide receivers there and DJ Clark and Thielen. um, they will be able to challenge for this division. And, um, you know, their their season win total set there at 7.5. Uh, again, I, I think uh, um, as long as those things can happen, uh, they, they should be able to hit eight wins.
2: T.G., do you think – I mean, Stormy and I both feel like Tampa – I mean, I know that everybody's given the confidence in Baker Mayfield and Kyle Trask. Mike Evans has said that recently, but – you know, I I can't see it with Tampa. I think, to me, their salary cap restraints have really made it difficult for them. Are we just kind of acquiescent to the Saints because they have Carr? I mean, I'm not sure that – will the Saints be that good team that there were – I mean, remember, they lost to Carolina in Week 18,
3: 10-7. Yeah, I, I mean, and that's why I said I think when you look at um, – When you look at the odds here, it makes the most sense, I think, in my mind, to bet the Panthers, just based on the the numbers. Um, Now, because I think that they do have a legitimate shot there at the division. But, again, you have a rookie quarterback. Uh, We know what the learning curve is there for for most rookie quarterbacks coming into the league. Um, And and as long as Derek Carr is – is serviceable there in new Orleans. I think new Orleans does deserve to be the favorite. Um, really for, for Tampa, Michael, I think, are you writing them off as most betters are here? I'll just say that Tampa is certainly, uh, not a very popular play at all. Um, even despite the price replacing, you know, coordinators, that's obviously difficult. Losing Brady, Yes, but, um, yeah, they're returning Godwin and Evans, but still one of the, the best le- best in the league, I think, in terms of duos of wide receivers. But uh, are you completely writing them off here before the season?
2: I am because I think, to me, the, there is the effect of Brady leaving. Brady kind of, you know, was the motivating, the driver, the forcefulness, you know, and, and they have no – their depth will be a factor, and I know they don't have a cap, but, but to me – Without that quarterback, how do they really are going to throw the football? That offensive line couldn't pass protect last year.
1: TG, uh, um, what's your, we've only got about 30 seconds. We're up against a break, but since we are going into the 4th of July, I just need your own personal over under on how many hot dogs you could eat in 10 minutes.
3: Well, Stormy, <laughs> just for you, just for you, I have this up here. The, the total says 73 and a half, and I actually have an alternate total for 76 and a half for Joey Chess.
1: But what about you personally?
3: I'm going to take the under 73 and a half.
1: I meant for Uh, yourself. We'll find out in the commercial break. Okay,
3: I'll say uh, two.
1: Two, two. You and Michael both with the twos. Come on. We'll have more hot dog content in a moment here on the Lombardi line.
0: There's no distance too far for the perfect trip.
2: Hi, checking in for
0: or the perfect table.
2: Hey, where are
0: you? terms and conditions apply this is the lombardi line with former nfl executive michael lombardi now here's your host stormy Bonatoni on vsin the sports betting network
1: Turn a loss into a win with BetMGM, the official sports betting partner of Major League Baseball. Place the same game parlay wager with at least four legs on any MLB game. If all the legs of the parlay hit but one, you'll get your stake back in bonus bets up to 25 bucks. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions, 21 and up only, new and existing customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets. Bonus ads expire seven days for Michigan's U.S. promotional offers not available in Kansas, Mississippi, D.C., Nevada, New York, or Ontario. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in select states. Lots of Major League Baseball going on tomorrow as it is the 4th of July, Michael. And and so,
2: well, yes. How did we get here? Like, how did we get to a hot dog eating contest as part of the 4th of July tradition? Like, what did Ben Franklin like? Hot dogs? Did that Independence Room where they signed the Declaration was it? Was were they eating hot? Uh, how did we get here?
1: I, I don't have the answer to that question, Michael. I do know that on Coney Island they've been doing this thing for like a century, having eating contests on like. Dates back a hundred years or something like that there at Coney Island, which is crazy to me. Um, From a better, have you been to Coney Island? I have never been. I have always wanted to, though. I love me a fairground.
2: (laughs) It's a boardwalk. It's a
1: well. That's when. So yes, our our producer Dan, lovely to tell us that hot dogs were invented in the 1800s in Germany. But as far as the contest itself and why that began on the 4th of July, we need more information. We're going to get Googling here when we have a minute, maybe next commercial break. (laughs) But it it is funny because, like you know, this is a day that's supposed to be celebrating America's independence and nothing more American than us just loving barbecues, beer and the Super Bowl of eating, which we're going to have on our screens tomorrow. And I appreciate, by the way, our guy Thomas Gable being a good sport. I'm shocked that. You and him both said your total in 10 minutes personally would be two minutes. I mean, would be two hot dogs. That's all. I think I, I could. I, I know I could eat
2: th- at least three of yes. those. I okay. could eat three. Good. Don't tell yourself I think short. maybe stretch it to four. But, you know, and then I'm going to have indigestion and it's not going <laughs> to be a good day. You know, I mean, the idea of a hot dog at a ball game is to enjoy it, is to kind of take it in. And, you know, I But agree. I mean, Joey Chestnut, I was reading up on it before we got into this. I mean, like these guys prepare for it. You know, they 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 stretch their stomachs. They prepare. I mean, this is a whole event. I mean, and as you mentioned yesterday, I mean, you know, he lives in Indiana, and this is his only profession.
1: Yeah, he makes like half a million dollars a year just being a professional eater. The Nathan's hot dog eating contest winner alone is a ten thousand dollar prize, and he's a virtual lock to win it again. Minus four thousand, minus five thousand favorite, depending on where you look. He's won. 15 of the last 16 years, had a record 76 a couple years ago. You have to keep in mind the total, as Thomas Gable told us, 72.5. Some other places, 73.5 for him. Um, but you have to keep in mind this is an outdoor event. It's going to be hot out there. Yeah, remember the remember <laughs> We're get the elements story? <laughs> hey, I'm just uh, Do you think the
2: rain could slow down the eating of the hot dogs? I mean, well, wind, you know, this is Royal Liverpool. The wind's going to come up here and kick it around, right?
1: You never know, Michael. I'm just saying. Good reminder though for some folks who you look at last year and you just See, he had 63 hot dogs eaten. You're like, what the heck are you talking about? His total is always over 70 at least. But you have to remember that he had like a foot injury last year. He was on crutches when he got there. He had that protester that came up during the middle of the hot dog eating contest. He had to put him in a chokehold, So that affected how many hot dogs that he could get down. I remember that. And it was super hot. So last year was like an anomaly for Joey Chestnut. But he still won. And he still won by a ton. I mean, he's like
2: Kramer still driving the bus while he's beating the guy up on the brink. He had a dude
1: in a chokehold on the stage and was still down (laughs) in the dogs. He's going to win. It's just a matter of by how many.
2: Yeah, I mean, obviously a minus four thousand. I mean, yeah. it's tough to get a place to bed be here. Cheap. It takes all the drama out of it. I just got to ask you a question: Is ten thousand dollars worth eating this many hot dogs? I just don't see it. I, I don't. I don't see it.
1: Well, he's probably to the point, Michael, where he doesn't enjoy a hot dog. Like, he's not going to eat a hot dog at a ballgame or in a normal at-home setting at a barbecue. If he sees hot dogs, he's staying away from them until it's competition training time. You know what I'm saying? So, he, he looks at a hot dog with a purpose, like a job. He doesn't look at it for enjoyment yeah. like we do. Which, quick question, um, before we go to the women's side real quickly, you mentioned yesterday Al Davis, you know, he loved his hot dogs. He had it brought to him even at the Combine. The uh, And he liked just mustard, right? Right. So mm-hmm. how, what's the proper way to dress a hot dog in your opinion?
2: Uh, he wanted a straight line down the dog. I mean, he wanted it had to be a straight line. I mean, there's nothing you gave him. If I gave him a piece of paper that it was scribble on it, it would be sent back. I mean, <laughs> it had to be meticulously neat. It certainly could have been typed. Uh, but if you were going to write something out, it had to be meticulous. And oftentimes it had to be on heavy bonded paper so he could hold it. Uh, and if you were going to go serve him a hot dog, You had to have a Diet Pepsi with it, and that mustard had to come straight down there. I I, I didn't have the opportunity to do that, but I do know this, that after that hot dog was consumed, uh, he usually just ate one. German chocolate cake was going to be the next thing on the menu.
1: I knew I liked that man. What a life. For me, yeah. I'm a I'm a hot I'm a ketchup and mustard person. I know some people are like, no, you have to do it with onions. You have to do it with relish and fully dress the whole thing. I am just a I am a the standard Chicago ketchup dog. and mustard. You like the
2: Chicago dog where they throw everything on it? I do too. I mean, you, why not? If you're going there, why not?
1: Um, okay, let's look at the oh one last thing on Joey Chestnut actually real quickly. Last year, like I mentioned. Bad year for him, given all the circumstances. That was his lowest total in seven years. And he still covered the spread against Jeffrey Esper, who is the second shot here um, to win it this year. Esper's total is 50 and a half. Uh, the year prior to last year, Chestnut beat Esper by 26. And he's gone over 76 times. On the women's... Right,
2: so Go ahead. Let's take this. So, I mean, if you're betting this, you, you got to bet the number... Forget betting Chestnut to win because it seems like a foregone conclusion he's going to win, right? I guess the market would be: Would you bet Esner to 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 go over his total of 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 uh, of fifty hot dogs, whatever his total set, or because the women's field, Stormy? I did, the women's odds. I mean. Sudo, she's she's what, 5,000 awards? She's minus 5,000. It's the
1: same thing. Dan and I were talking, producer Dan and I were talking about this a little bit earlier. Like, if if Joey Chestnut is the Michael Jordan on the men's side, Mickey Sudo is the Serena Williams on the women's side. She's freaking dominant. She's won every year from 2014 to 20. She missed a competition due to pregnancy, came back (laughs) last year. Oh, (laughs) even, I didn't know you tweeted that, Dan. Last year. That's amazing. Dan Money. Make sure you follow him on Twitter at MoneylineMiller if your rate it, limit Dan. is not exceeded. But yeah Mike Sudo in the same conversation is saying Moneyline
2: Miller I got to follow Moneyline that. Miller I don't even know what is that way what what can't we do on Twitter I I I I go in and out on Twitter no, I don't spend much
1: time Elon uh, Elon so I don't pay for a check or anything like that and so the folks that pay for check marks have like a higher limit of tweets that they're allowed to read normal folks have like 800 tweets that they can read or something before their quote rate limit is exceeded um and I guess it wasn't working properly the other day, when the Damian Lillard trade request was coming down, and I couldn't read any tweets. That's how I consume my breaking news these days: is online, and you couldn't get any of it. So Elon Musk just slowly ruining Twitter, one day at a time. It is what it is. But back to hot dogs and more important things here, Michael. Uh, yeah. She, she, like I said, she she was pregnant, so she missed a year, and then came back last year, bounced back, and had forty dogs. The runner-up in last year's competition managed just twenty-six. The most she's ever put down was 48 and a half two years ago. Her prop set at 43 and a half. And according to BetMGM's betting splits, because yes, not only do we have odds, ladies and gentlemen, for the hot dog contest, we have betting splits. We have all of the info for you. Um, But 90% of the money at BetMGM is actually on the under for Mickey Sudo. And the majority of bets in handle for Joey Chestnut on the total are also to the under, Michael. So maybe people do think that the uh, elements could have an impact
2: yeah I mean look if you and know they have nothing opponent, to prove
1: too, right like if you
2: know your opponent can't get twenty it, within twenty dogs of you, why would you why would you feel like you have to go stretch yourself like pace yourself like you know you're gonna win this thing, yeah, how many more titles can you win like
1: how many more well, that's like the competition isn't the other eaters at this point, right? The competition is just with themselves, so maybe they're on a path to beat their own records type of a thing. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, that, I mean, speaking of Michael Jordan, that's his thing, right? He always wants to go out and beat himself. Kobe Bryant always just wants to be better and more competitive of a version of himself. He's not going up against anybody else. So maybe that's the mentality. But like I mentioned, like they don't have anything to prove to anybody at this no. point. If you're cruising to a win, you're cruising.
2: Yeah, I can't imagine that. You know, Why would you do that? But look, I'm going to have hot dogs on tomorrow for sure. Yes, I'm just going to have one of them. Yeah, I mean, why not? I'll send you the picture of the grill when we get it going, Stormy. Don't worry about that.
1: Just making me jealous. Every opportunity you have, it's fine. You can come
2: over anytime. Oh,
1: I did get my little pool, though, that I was talking about yesterday for the backyard. I inflated it yesterday. Today it will get its first use. And that's how oh, I'll be spending my 4th of July in my backyard without get a real pool. Go. I have a child inflatable pool. So, I'll living send, the I'll dream. send
2: Dominic and the kids over. You can have them in there.
1: <laughs> I love it. Love it. We'll be right back.
0: This is the Lombardi Line with former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now here is your host Stormy Bonatoni on FSN, the sports
2: betting network.
1: Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit vsin.com and check out the current betting splits data. Want to know where the money and bets are moving for every game? The betting splits page is updated with DraftKings odds every 10 minutes so you can see changes in all the action. Find out where the public's betting based on the number of tickets and where the money doesn't match the public opinion. You can check out not just today's action, but future events as well. Betting splits, another way vcin's here to make you a more informed, better year-round. You can check out those betting splits for every game at vsin.com. Still to come here on the Lombardi line in just a little bit, We will be joined by VEASAN lead NFL analyst Mike Pritchard, former NFL wide receiver, get his opinion on some of the young wideouts in the league, as well as the situation with DeAndre Hopkins in free agency. But for now, Michael, we're going to look at some quarterbacks. Time for Consider It, Book It, or Drop It, NFL MVP edition. So our handy-dandy producer, Dan, has put together a few blind resumes. I'll give you the stats, a couple nuggets about this player See who if you can figure out who it is and then we'll look at the odds and see if they're worth a bet or not. We're going to start what I we're going to start easy. We're going to start easy. Last right. year, Michael, this player threw for 44,75 yards, 35 touchdowns and 12 picks. While he's considered one of the top quarterbacks in the league, he has admitted somebody else is the best. Hopefully these two have a rivalry though for years to come. Also fun fact, mm. he learned to play the guitar but only knows one song. His, uh, so. <laughs> He's like Daryl Morey. He's like Daryl Morey. It, you thought, talking about Daryl Morey now? I thought that was a great tie-in. All right, who do you think this MVP candidate is?
2: It's Joe Burrow. Uh, it's Joe Burrow because he conceded the the title to Patrick Mahomes. But for me, you know, look, I think Burrow is going to have a great season. I don't think this contract's going to affect him. I fully expect the Bengals to sign him. They know they have to sign him, and they will. And I think Burrow's the perfect kind of kid for Cincinnati in the sense that he knows he needs a really good supporting class. He knows he needs, uh, he needs Higgins. He needs Chase to be as effective as he possibly can. And Orlando Brown at tackle and Jonah Williams. So I expect them to have a really good season, Stormy.
1: At plus 650 odds on the odds board, I know when we talk about the MVP market a lot, you say that, hey, narrow down the field, pick a few guys, spread your money around, because even if you do that, you're still going to be profitable. Would he be somebody this year that you would want to put in that category?
2: Right. You would be, because, I mean, you're only guaranteed. So my concept is take $500, invest that. If Burrow hits, you win 150 Not a great payday for waiting seven months for your money, but it's still profits right but you know you got to cover yourself too you don't want to ignore this is allows you to take the favorites which typically cash and then take a couple long shots that maybe won't cash and so you you got to kind of play it down the middle but burrow would be somebody that i would definitely have in my five
1: the uh, song the lone song that he knows on the guitar tom petty's free fallen just Fun fact there for
2: you. Love that. There you go. go... That is a great one. (laughs) Love Tom Petty. I just finished a book on Tom Petty. Fascinating guy. Yes. Warren Zanes, the man who wrote uh, the book about Bruce Springsteen's uh, Nebraska, uh, Straight Out of Nowhere. He also crafted a biography on Tom Petty. Fascinating man. Unfortunately, died uh, too young out in Malibu, but uh, you know, great. I didn't realize before I started the book he's from Florida. And today the university of Florida announced that they're going to revamp their stadium. They're going to put almost a half a billion dollars into making uh, that field, uh, that stadium of uh, more fan friendly, awesome. if you will.
1: Awesome. Love to hear that. They,
2: and they play petty at that stadium all I,
1: the time. I bet they do. Who doesn't love little Tom Petty and the heartbreakers play all American girl. <sighs> Let's go to player two here on our list. Last year, This quarterback threw for 4,113 yards, 25 touchdowns, and just eight picks en route to his first playoff appearance. Expectations are high for this team. Collected more offensive talent for their QB. Another season with a proven head coach. Good to note, however, this team did drop six of their last seven regular season games last year. The fun fact here, (laughs) he also set a record for the most draft night jersey sales the day he was brought into the NFL. Who is this quarterback?
2: It can only be Trevor Lawrence because of the quarterback sales. But I I think to me, you know, this is a guy that has really the Ridley signing and the Ridley trade. And and what we learned today, you know, we talked about in the A block. uh, You know, I just think Ridley will help this team tremendously. Now, I do believe ATN has to stay healthy because as much as I love receivers and having that spread offense to what they do in Jacksonville with Zay Jones and Christian Kirk and Calvin Ridley – ATN makes it all go because people are worried about his ability to run with the football. People are worried about his backfield coming out of the backfield, making plays again. You know, these, these running backs are kind of like they get a bad name in the sense of their salaries, but they're so influential in terms of the spread attack.
1: For that 14 to one number in MVP, Obviously we saw what a massive step he took removing himself from the urban Meyer situation and having Doug Peterson as his head coach. When he came into the league, he was referred to as a potential generational talent to perform at the NFL level. Um, Do you think that they could take that next step um, given all the weapons that you just mentioned there on offense and that he could be a legitimate candidate with the Jags? They're an odds on favorite to win the division. The schedule pans out nicely for them. Could he kind of pad some of those numbers?
2: You know, I think he could. I do think they're going to have to continue to win with their offense. I don't know if they're strong enough on defense to carry the franchise, right? Mm -hmm. Like the Chiefs are not strong enough on defense to carry their franchise. Mahomes carries them. You know, when you watch the Chiefs play, Andy Reid has no problem at putting the ball in Mahomes' hands with four minutes to go in the game and getting first downs and not just saying, okay, we're going to run the football. I mean, he does a great job with that. So... Uh, I I think, to me, that Lawrence is going to have to play that style and be effective.
1: Blind resume numero tres. This player has steadily increased his production each year. More passing yards, touchdowns, better QBR, etc. He's coming off his most impressive season to date with a league-best 105.5 passer rating. His star-wide receiver has called him the most accurate quarterback in the NFL, whether you believe it or not. And fun fact, when he left home for college, his entire family moved with him. Who is this quarterback?
2: Well, it's Mr. Tua, and we're not allowed to say a bad thing about <laughs> Tua. We know that, you know. But uh, I would not play Tua for the MVP. Now, I, so drop look, it. I forgot Tua, the
1: purpose of the segment. Consider it, book it, or drop it. We're dropping it.
2: I would drop it. Uh, you know, I would consider Lawrence, just to double check on that. I would book Mahomes. I would consider Lawrence. I would drop Tua. Now, I will say this about Tua. If you really feel strongly he's going to stay healthy, he will garner – and he has a unique ability that people don't look at any of the bad – they only see the good into it. It's an amazing political campaign that he holds. I just would would have a strong doubts about his ability to stay healthy over over the 17-game season behind an offensive line that really hasn't been addressed. Armstead's still mm-hmm. the left tackle. Our Austin Jackson's still the right guard. You know, they're still going to want to throw it all over the lot. They're good. Don't get me wrong. They've got great skill players, but are they going to be able to protect well enough? And will the head coach protect his quarterback?
1: I also would drop it for a lot of those reasons, and I just don't trust as much as I want to and like was so excited to see the progression that he had last season, the connection he had with Tyreek Hill was super exciting to watch, the weapons that they have around him. I just don't have a belief that he's going to be able to get you 15 plus games in an NFL season at this point. And it's one of those things where you got to prove to me that you can and that you can continue to produce at a high level. So that's a drop it for me. Got one more for you. Okay. Last year, this player threw for 2,242 yards, 17 touchdowns, 11 picks, but he rushed for 1,143 and eight scores. Many believe he could be taking a big step this year with some new weapons, his team playing in a favorable division, and a schedule that ranks sixth easiest on paper. Before you answer, fun fact. I knew you knew who this player was instantly, and Femi Abebefe is the president of his fan club.
2: And he's out on vacation now. And there's, you know, I would not, I would not consider this at all.
1: Drop it. Because it's,
2: drop it, yes. I would drop it. Because for all the hyperbole that's going on, at some point you've got to throw the football to be the MVP. And I don't know if he's going to be able to throw the football well enough. And the more he throws the ball, the more he tries to throw the ball, even though he's been a turnover machine so far in his career with the interceptions, the sacks, the fumbles, it's going to increase. I- Justin Fields. Justin Fields.
1: Justin. Yeah. Yeah. I forgot. We, we probably should actually mention who the quarterback's name is, uh, his odds relatively low considering what I know we expect for him because of the division that he plays in. I feel like the, the bears and he have just gotten a lot of benefit of the doubt. I don't see them going over their win total. I don't see him being in legitimate consideration for MVP. It's shocking to me that he's talked about the way that he is in the mainstream media at this point, going into year three of his NFL career, but Neither here nor there, Some Michael.
2: guys just have that ability, Stormy. Some guys just have this ability well, that no it's matter... it's weird you, to me, it's Michael. It's amazing. Go ahead.
1: It's weird to me because you have players that probably deserve more respect and aren't talked about, and then you have guys that haven't proven you anything, but because there's the upside potential so much, they're just given the benefit of the doubt, and I don't get it.
2: It's it, There's double standards. I mean, Desmond Ritter's going to be great. Jordan loves not, you know? It's like it's just you just don't understand how they pick and choose who they decide to get behind with really no evidence.
1: Well, we're getting behind a reliable commodity next with our wide receiver and lead NFL analyst, Mike Pritchard. When we come back, we'll get to some NFL news and wide receiver talk in 2023.